to me, Jade has been the stone that I feel a very deep reverence to. I have pieces that have felt so gracious, so serene, and yeah, have left me in complete awe of their soft and gentle, but by all means, great force. Welcome to the Crystal Guardian Podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Hello, hello, a very big, warm, happy welcome to you. I am so happy that you're here for another Crystal Archives episode. Today's crystal, I have actually not worked with so much. So I recently opened a retreat center here in the Netherlands. It's called Het Ware Noorden. And I named all the rooms that we have here that the people sleep in. I named them after crystals. So we have the selenite room, we have the citron room, we have the amethyst um, ceremony space, and we have the jade room. And when I started sort of tuning into the rooms, what was the energy that they were going to have and hold? And yeah, for the jade room, jade really came through very strongly where that was a crystal that I used to not work with that much. I've used it a little bit in the art that I make and yeah, just one of the crystals that I don't have such a very deep, long history with, like some of the other ones that I've shared on um, in these Crystal Archive episodes. So yeah, today we're going to talk all about Jade and I love, love, love learning more about these crystals through sharing these episodes with you. I do a great deal of research next to the knowledge that I already have. Yeah, I really enjoy it. It gives me a little extra nudge to learn even more about these amazing, beautiful allies. And it makes me understand them in such a deep and profound way that I'm very grateful for. So I hope it brings the same to you. I hope that you feel so much more connected to these stones and crystals as you're learning more about them and hearing about their uses and history and compositions and, you know, all the things. So, jade. Jade comes from the Spanish term piedra de hijada, which means loinstone. And In Mesoamerica, they believed that it could cure ailments of the loin and the kidneys, so hence the name. Jade has been mainly found in China, in Myanmar, Guatemala, uh, New Zealand, where it played a very important role in the Maori culture. And yeah, that many civilizations have felt a deep connection to jade is imminent. In Asia, Mesoamerica, New Zealand, it has found its way into ceremony being such an integral and beautiful part of the most sacred parts of these people's lives. Now, when we look at jade, it is actually the same name for two different minerals. The first is 
uh, nephrites made of calcium and magnesium, which if you've listened to the calcite and aragonite episode is interesting information on the properties of this variation. Having a more calming and grounding energy with a focus on personal growth. That's where the calcite comes in. Then we have the more rare form, which is jadeites. Jadeites is made of sodium and aluminum. Sodium supports the purification processes in the body and holds sort of and holds protective properties. Aluminum is a reflector of energy and in this way also sort of works as a protector. So that is the subtle difference between these two types of uh, types of jade. They look very very similar, which is why not until yeah, quite recently, a mineralogist found out that when people were talking about jade, it was actually two different types of minerals that we were talking about. So typically, jade has a soft green color, but it can also be yellow or white. And in rare specimens, it can be found in different colors too. The mineral has a bit of an opaque look to it. And in most cases, it is slightly translucent if you hold it against the lamp, but never fully. It is quite heavier than you would expect it to be for its size. So sometimes you can have serpentine or glass that's sold as jade. And if there are air bubbles in the stone or it breaks easily or it feels very light, that's a giveaway that probably it's not jade. Another thing that you can test to see if you have real jade or not is to hold the stone in your hand. Real jades should feel quite cold to the touch and really needs a while before it warms up to the temperature of your hand. If this isn't the case, then yeah, maybe you have something else but not jade. So if we look at the mythology of it all, most legends and lore apply to both nephrite and jadeite, but as a general rule of thumb, you can assume you can assume that Chinese and Maori folklore develop more around nephrite, and Mesoamerican lore more around jadeite, but not in all cases. So the Maori called jade punamu. If yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that, but I think it's punamu. They used it and carved it in many different ways, but the most known is the Haitiki, the heirloom pendants. A wizard was contacted. So the story of this is really, yeah, I, I love, love reading stories like this, so I will share with you. What they did was a wizard was contacted by a family in need of a Haitiki. And by going into a trance and contacting the ancestral spirits, the wizard was shown where to find the jade. And after they retrieved the jade, a stone worker would be guided by the natural shape of the stone and the spirit of the stone to sort of shape it into its final form. And these haitikis guided the families and were buried with the heads of the family. So after some time, the closest male relative, they could retrieve the piece. Um, so the ancestral spirits, they would be able to continue guiding the family. And they believe that the wisdom of their ancestors really lived on in these heirloom haitikis. How beautiful. When I was traveling in Australia in my early 20s, 
I came across someone of the Maori selling jade amulets and I found one that really spoke to me and brought it home as a gift to my youngest brother. Um, he is also the only son of uh, his father and back then I didn't know much about jade but learning more about it now I find it very special that he has this amulet and yeah I really hope it will bring him guidance on his path and you know who knows maybe it's like passed down to my nephews one day that's um that would be great that would be really cute I will make that happen by the <laughs> by the way Okay, and so in Mesoamerica, that would later become Guatemala, jade held much the same meaning to it as it did for the Maori. As a symbol of life and renewal, it would be placed in the mouths of the deceased and also be carved into masks for the dead. And it was associated with the Mayan maize god and would be carved into sculptures to worship this god. And like the Maori, it will be passed down from generation to generation as an heirloom. And you can also find many sort of animal-shaped jade figurines, which were believed to symbolize different animals that shamans would want to embody as they would go into transcendental states. So for these people, jade with having this beautiful green color, it signified the sky, it signified maize, it signified water, and through these elements, also abundance and regeneration. And it wasn't uncommon to place a small piece of jade to represent the heart of uh, divinity in figures as well. In China, jade was a mineral really revered by the nobles and highly valued. During the centuries, it has had many uses, like being carved into sort of like ornate wine vessels to make offerings to ancestral spirits, which happened sort of like during the Shang dynasty. But long, long, long before that, in Neolithic times, one of the earliest forms of ideograph for king in China was a string of jade beads. So it held a very deep importance to it. Jade has been a symbol of nobility and wealth, a protector of generations, living and dead. It's the gem supreme, the jewel of heaven. Um, it really is the stone of the heart. And the thing that comes up for me when I think about jade is harmony. When jade is struck, it makes this beautiful, clear, sort of like tinkling sound, really a beautiful harmony. And uh, Chinese poets have compared jade's melodious sound to the voice of a loved one calling it the concentrated essence of love. It's been made into chimes and gongs and um, brings heavenly, beautiful, amazing sounds in these deeply sacred ritual practices. As a green mineral, it's a mineral of the heart, inviting in purity of heart. It's green color like ever-abundant nature, also connected to themes of abundance and good luck, whether, you know, that means money, love, friendships, otherwise. Jade is a mineral that I would definitely put in my pockets as I would be on my way to get a lottery ticket, just saying. To me, jade has been a stone that 
I feel a very deep reverence to. I have pieces that have felt so gracious, so serene, and yeah, have left me in complete awe of their soft and gentle, but by all means, great force. As a mineral reserved for nobility in China, I really understand why, as its energy has something very regal to it. I'm assuming you've probably seen those jade face rollers, something that started in ancient China as a skincare ritual for the elite. I would love to invite you, if you have one or maybe you're interested in getting one, use a jade roller to connect with your inner queen or king, using it in a self-care ritual coming from such a deep reverence and love for yourself, for your inner beauty. So what you do is you just apply a little bit of oil to your skin. I love to use rose oil as this strengthens that field of self-love that we're really creating here in this ritual. And with your roller, you generally just move from the inside to the outside of your face as basically a rule of thumb. But if you Google, you know, jade face roller, go to images, you will find, you know, those sort of like guides um, showing you how to and in which directions to move your roller. It helps with lymphatic drainage and of course Jade's sort of natural coolness really helps in deep puffing your face as well. So at the start of your self-care ritual, take a moment, hold the Jade roller over your heart, take a really deep breath and feel your heart open and expand. Let your love energy grow and especially feel the love you hold for yourself. Really feel a sense of pride for all that you are and from that place feel the crown of your head opening and envision a crown there because you are a queen so embody embody that queen energy all your actions will be made from this energy starting out with pampering yourself in full devotion using your jade roller enjoy it's gonna be great i promise yeah, I would love to hear if you have any experience with Jade, how it works for you. Everyone's different and I love, love, love hearing stories about how people incorporate crystals into their lives. Maybe you have a suggestion for a crystal that you want me to dive into on the pod. Let me know and I hope to see you for the next one. Speak soon.